And Amanda. Jam Nation. An awkward detail in a married at first sight wedding has fueled speculation about producers' involvement in the show's storylines. Yes, at one of the weddings on Monday night, uh, one of the contestants, the female bride, was walking down the aisle with a man, not a dad, just a man, and there was an earpiece in his ear. It's they been, call it an IFB in the trade. Yeah. It's been revealed that it was a producer. Yep. And you can see why parents sometimes wouldn't, uh, maybe aren't around, but mm-hmm. some wouldn't want to be involved what in What would this. you do, Jack or Liam, go on Married at First Sight? I'd find it very hard to sit in the front row and be supportive. Would you? Yeah. If Romany be... wanted to go on Married at First Sight, mm. would you sit there and go, this is wonderful, we welcome her husband with open arms? Yeah. Well, sort of... you know the rough ride she's in for. That would get her out of the house, though. <laughs> Fair enough. So that'd be. So he had a. But she does have a boyfriend. In some of the scenes, you can see the earpiece in mm. his ear. So she's been walked down the aisle by a producer. By a producer who presumably has got a voice in his ear in terms of where they have to what the dialogue's going to be, who says what. It's like a drama. Yeah. It's like it's a, a drama, and other things have been revealed too. And it, maybe it doesn't matter to you, but this isn't the reality show we think it is. According to Michael Brunelli, he's engaged to Martha. She's about to have a baby. They're one mm-hmm. of the success stories of she this series. She was the series. hat one. Hat? She always wore a hat. Oh, okay. And it was kind of ridiculous hat. But he says if you have a fight behind the scenes, you have to pause and call a producer to come and film it. <laughs> really? This is probably a new contract. He said contestants are told not to talk to each other when the cameras aren't rolling. Really? If you have a fight, you need to alert the producers. Quote, if you have a fight, you have to stop the fight mid-fight, mm-hmm. call the producer so they can bring the camera and start recording. Then you've got to keep going with the fight. Gee, what about that? The weddings are filmed multiple times, apparently, because you can see there's shots where the bride's walking straight towards the camera, yeah. shots here, shots there, the bride. So they have to film it multiple times. So when you see the groom turn around to see his bride for the first time, he may have done that Shot four the first or five time. times, not necessarily. They say that the dinner parties finish at 3 a.m. They they have to they get ready at midday. Mm. They arrive at 4 p.m. and they leave at 3 in the morning. Michael Brunelli has also said what the producers do is if they know you've got a problem with someone and you're feeling emotional, well, duh, they sit you across oh. from them at the dinner party. Everyone has a few drinks. Everyone gets tired and emotional and hence and wine is poured on someone's head. As. Yep, yep, yep. How can you not be irritable? So, you know, it's... It's very strict mm. the way this film is show is because they said it's like the to... same with Bachelor. Those, yep. those Bachelor rose giving events yeah. go till three in the morning and everyone's drunk. And you mm. wonder then why people have fights and get emotional. I heard that they've got all these uh, hall monitors because they put them all in the one building. It's like number 96. Yeah, they say here that there are hall monitors. You film 16 hours a day. And if you weren't filming, you had to be in your apartment with your husband or wife by eight o'clock. Where there are hall monitors, so mm. you can't sneak out and do things. We had the so-called horny housewife on our show uh, at the start of the week, Melissa from Married at First Sights. Uh, First Sight. She gave us some real insight into uh, how she got her nickname, Freak in the Sheets. I like to see myself actually as a little freak in the sheets. Was that you that came up with that or did someone feed that to you? No, yeah, so I was asked a question. Uh, we did a two-hour interview at my house. It was amazing about life and love and why I'm on the experiment for. And then at the very end, it was like, so how do you see yourself? Are you vanilla or a freak in the sheets? So instantly I was like, I'm oh, a freak in the sheets. You've got to say vanilla. Wow. Well, yeah. But then they did set me up with someone very opposite. Mm. So it was we were just a time bomb that was waiting to go off. Mm. 
some big intel from Melissa there. So the point of that too is that not only was she painted in a way that's been dangerous to her life now that she's out of the series, people are, you know, she said she feels like a sex pest, like that's how she's regarded. People come to her place of work looking for her, things like that. But she also said that so much for them trying to find love with these partnerships, she was going to be painted as the, and and probably told to play the role Mm. of someone who was sexually up for it or someone who was free to talk about her sex life and they put it with someone who would have a lot of issues with a, that. A, a so Christian, they set, it, Christian set you up not just to fail but to make c- conflicting television. I love that question you asked her. Do you feel, Melissa, if there was a button in front of you that says yes or no, would you have chosen to go on this show? What button would you press? No. Okay, well, actually, Amanda, that's a good question. Sometimes I say yes but then sometimes what I've seen last night, now I say no because... They only show parts of what they want the public to see. So now that you're portrayed as like a sex pest or like you just have to be, look, anyone going on reality TV, you just have to be sure and comfortable in yourself and really strong because however they're going to make it seem or only what they're going to show is what you're portrayed to be. That's it. Mm -hmm. I remember I was blown away when I found out on Happy Days when they were eating the Sunday in an Al's Diner there. Mm It wasn't ice cream. It was mashed potato with chocolate sauce. So it wouldn't melt. So it wouldn't melt. You'd still eat that. (laughs) I'd still eat it. A bit like the Fonz as well. Henry Winkler (laughs) was made of mashed potato. What was he? So So it wouldn't wouldn't melt. melt. When he was around Mrs. C. (laughs) Always trying to get in there.